I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero. I'm a, a real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. I'm wondering what mischief we can get into today. Well, let's hit record and see what happens. All right. Guess what? I was given a Steam Deck for free. Oh my gosh. I'm finally also getting back into music. I'm so excited. I got to share about that. I'm playing again. Captain fell off his bike, by the way. He fell. But what happens when we fall down, Master Bruce? Um, We give up and become a cage fighter. Napoleon, don't be jealous that I've been chatting online with babes all day. Besides, we both know I'm training to become a cage fighter. Since when, Kip? You have the worst reflexes of all time. Try and hit me, Napoleon. What? I said come down here and see what happens if you try and hit me. Let's rock it! I'll never forget the first time I saw that movie. I'll never forget it. It was such a Napoleon. wonderful experience. I said, come down here and see what happens if you try and hit me. <laughs> LaFonda is the best thing that has ever happened to me. Indeed. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she's my soulmate. Welcome to The Real Brian Show. Thanks for joining us. That movie, yeah. yeah. I, I think you and I were talking about this, Captain, and, and what we did was, like, the first time I saw it, I was like, what did I just watch? I, <laughs> yeah. And then the second time I saw it, I went... That was actually kind of funny. And then the third and fourth and, you know, on to the 20th and 80th time I saw it. I mean, I just, I laugh hysterically. So it's, <laughs> it still uh, holds up. It's, it's still a, a good movie. stupid movie, but it's so oh. awesome, man. So awesome. So anyway, if you've never seen Napoleon Dynamite, do yourself a favor and, you know, I don't know. Lose grab a few a, brain cells and yeah. watch it, please. Grab yeah. a bag of chips. Bag. Uh, that was uh, just doing that for our uh, friends in Minnesota. Uh, bag. Uh, go grab a bag of chips. Okay. Don't you know. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I was doing a lot of accents the other day. I was just kind of feeling the need to in just kind of uh, in the mirror. Yes. While I'm growing my neck beard, actually, I, in oh, fact, yeah. I was asking a well, so what do you do, you know, during the day? And I said, well, I stand in front of the mirror and I grow a neck beard. I'm just watching it grow as I do my accents. And speaking of the neck beard, Captain, I knew someone was out there doing that, by the way. And, I, and, and to find out it was you is no surprise. Yeah. Well, what else, you know? <laughs> uh, but speaking of that neckbeard, you know, the neckbeard, cha- Nick, I'm getting into the Minnesota, Minnesota accent. Nick, the neck I know beard, you are. Yeah, neckbeard challenge. Uh, I haven't done it yet. And it's because I've got an important client event that's coming up, you know, and I have to yep. actually look presentable and shave. You know, I call it, you know, the smooth Steve shave, you know, smooth Steve from KJazz. Anyway, that's uh, what I got to do. And then as soon as that is over, though, henceforth, I shall be known as the neckbeard. Number one. It's going to oh, be awesome. Man. dude. It's going to be so disturbing. I can't wait. Uh, I, I'm I'm still a little skeptical that you're going to go through with it to the extent that it would matter, you know, because yeah. to grow a good neck beard, you got to grow it for a good month or two. That's least. what's going to be disturbing. I know. And if I yeah. if, if we were to go visit my cousins and show up with this animal on my neck, I'm, I'm afraid that we wouldn't be let in. Does your does your beard hair grow thick on your neck? Do you, do you have to sh- I mean, is, is it pretty substantial or is it sparse? It's, e- it's equal. No, it's um I, so. I mean, I guess I'm <laughs> I'm blessed and cursed with good facial hair growth. 
Oh, and wow. by, by cursed as I, I hate shaving. I really do. It actually burns my skin. I get the red bumps always. It doesn't matter. You know, uh, I've even been to the barber where they give you the nice shave that everybody just thinks is the greatest thing ever. And it just, it mm-hmm. burned. It hurt for three days. I didn't that like sucks. it. Yeah. Oh, I've, got, awful. I, I've got sensitive skin. Come on, oh, dude. It's just, Cause it's true. Cause I am, I don't know. I've, I've probably mentioned this at some point over the last few years on the show, but I'm cursed with very, uh, sporadic growth like patchy growth on my cheeks yeah like, yeah yeah like I, i'm fine like nice obviously i'm thick. fine what i have but yeah. but on my cheeks it grows in patches yeah and so i have to that's why i have to shave my cheeks otherwise i'd grow my beard up a little a lot quite a bit higher than yeah. i do right now understood um so the reason i have this yeah. look is because of that growth pattern and it's, it's i don't like it it's awful i want more hair on my cheeks oh yeah see and mine trade comes you. up uh, i'm gonna say about right here i'm gonna say i i, I think somewhere in there i think I'm, I'm feeling it right you know but yeah, my neck, you know, you can't really see it very well, but I've got a uh, very, very healthy growth on the neck and the face. And so if I were to just let it all grow, it's going to be a full, full beard and then shave the face and it's going to be quite disturbing. But I don't think it's going to take me a month. It might take me like if even if I did it for a week or a week and a half even and then shaved the face, it's going to still be massively disturbing. And so, you know, whether okay. or not I'm doing the ZZ top neck beard kind of thing, or if I'm just doing <laughs> a, a, you know, the scruff, the Oliver Queen scruff, it's going to happen. ZZ, I think even ZZ top <laughs> shaved their necks. You just can't see it because the, yeah. the, the, the rest of their beard is so long. <laughs> I don't know, man, but uh, it, it is coming. I'm going to do something and I'm, I'm, I'm here to, wow. to, you know, please everyone is, is what I'm you're working brave, on. You're a brave man. Yeah, Brian, well, you're a brave man. Anything I can do to, uh, you know, pass the time by, by just standing in front of the mirror and watching the beard grow. So tell me though, did you actually fall off a bike? Like, is this all this stuff in the beginning of the episode? I'm like, I got a steam deck for free and, and you (laughs) fell off your bike and, and then you said to give up and become a cage fighter. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to become a cage fighter. But first I want to know if you really fell off your bike or not. I did. I, I, I performed that one of those, uh, ridiculous stunts that, I've, I've been told a lot of people do when they get a new bicycle flipping over um, the handlebars intentionally where, where right at the end of the ride, thank goodness it was right at the end of the ride. My first ride last weekend, wonderful ride, by the way, I've, I've got, I've got a, I've got a route established, um, or route for some of you. Uh, right. and, um, and it's just a wonderful thing. I've been actually jonesing to ride my bike again since last weekend, but I haven't been able to because I've been working and then it's too hot in the afternoons to go yeah. for a ride. Yeah. So so I'm looking forward to this weekend when I can go for a ride again. But uh, right at the end of my driveway, uh, when I was when I was lifting my leg to get off the bike, yeah. I lost my balance and fell over. <laughs> Nobody saw it. It was, uh, it was just pure luck. I was now at the end of my driveway. I have a very long driveway, so nobody saw it. That's good. And, um, and uh, I scraped my knee pretty bad. So, Well, I, I'm sorry about you scraping your knee, man. I mean, <laughs> I don't worry about it. Did you cry? Did you get one no, of those little like Care Bear I, I bl- uh, band-aids? I bled a lot. I bled yeah. a lot, but it didn't hurt that bad. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, to be honest, the so I've heard this actually pretty frequently. If you get a new bike because you're still learning it and you're, you know, you're used to swinging off your old bike or swinging on your old bike or whatever. And so yeah. you get that new bike and you start to go, uh, I didn't do that right. You know, I dismounted incorrectly or whatever. And so then all of a sudden, you know, you fall or you, you do something. Well, so get this. When I first got my bike last summer, I would, I actually hit my leg quite a bit trying to dismount because it's got a big cage oh. on the back, you know, with the battery and stuff. And so I just wasn't used to it yet. Got to be flexible, you know? But what was interesting though, is that when I was at a, it was, you know, it was a road and all that. So you're on a bike trail and then you come up and there's a road where people can go and stuff. Well, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm riding up and there's also a walkway and I'm coming and this guy just like 
he looks at me. I, I didn't see him until it was almost too late. He, he's walking. He looks and he just starts to walk out in front of me. And I'm coming at like, you know, 10 miles an hour, 15 miles an hour. And I hit the brakes so hard. First of all, I'm like, dude, seriously? Like I should have man. I should have just kept you, you, going. You you encountered the elusive squirrel man. Yeah. 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 And so I hit the brakes so hard that, you know, by the time I came to a stop, I lost full balance and I just kind of toppled. But I was able to catch myself. But, you know, that that e-bike is 60 something pounds. And so it kind of fell on me as I was trying to hold my balance. And so I, I didn't actually like fall, fall and scrape the knee. But it was also like one of those. Wow. I didn't know the weight of the bike until that moment. But so, you know, did, it is what it is. But the, the did, brakes worked. Dang. Well, that's good. Did Squirrel Man apologize or did he just run away and twitch his tail? I mean, walked off, you know, like okay. whatever. Like I, I owned the right. He, he did not have the right of way. Actually, I did. But whatever. That's squirrel man. Yep. I love I people the guy. that think they have the right of way when they don't, you know, it's uh, they're, they're, you know, it. yeah. bless their hearts. Bless their hearts. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're okay. And you're still biking. Yeah, I, oh, I can't wait. Yeah. I'm like, I'm literally jonesing to go for another ride. I just, I, 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 I would go every day after work if it weren't so hot out right now. So jonesing. I love that. Let's bring that back. Jonesing. You know, oh, there's, yeah, there's always a like good origin. Jonesing. There's, yeah. There's some funny, hilarious, hey. you know, terms and, and what do you call them? Catchphrases, right? That's what it is. You know, the colloquialisms, colloquialisms yeah. that we all have through, you know, throughout <laughs> the decades. And I love bringing back some of the old ones because it's just like nobody uses these anymore. So that's fun because it's, it's not being used. So jonesing. jonesing. There's one. Yeah, that's a good one. I like it. That'll be next week, guys. I love it. So, you know, I last week. Oh, first of all, let me just mention this. There's not going to be an episode next Friday, by the way. We're going to take next Friday off. I know, I know. I just can't do everything. Uh, it's, it's it's what it is. However, though, we do have an interview coming out next week, which will be on Monday. So do check that okay. one out. Uh, now, granted, who? whenever you watch this video, it doesn't matter. There's going to be an interview after this one. And then, of course, there will be, you know, we'll be back for normal. But for those of you kind of on that, like, I listen right here and I'm waiting for the next week and stuff. Now, you know. But yeah, the interview is exciting. Hope you have a good time. It, honestly, it kind of is a Friday style episode. So I hope you just enjoy, yeah. you know, what we talk about and have a good time. But just so you know, and uh, the duel of the nerds update for those of you who were kind of following that, because I, I do know that some people have been asking like, well, who won? You know, So, you know, we, yeah. we talked about that last week and I, uh, well, I did not originally and initially throw it out. I guess I, get, I, guess I did. Never mind. I did throw it on the, the gauntlet first. Yeah, I was the, I was the culprit. I challenged my cousin and then, you know, then she, of course, you know, accepted it. And it's been this, you know, awesome trash talk thing still going. Actually, it's pretty funny. So we were going to showcase this somehow, and I'm not quite sure how we're going to do this yet, but I did record gameplay, but I don't know if I should admit what happened. What do you think, Captain? Um, well, I think that based on the thumbnail of the last week's episode, uh, I should win the challenge of the nerds with, with a landslide because I clearly look like the nerdiest person yeah, on the internet, that's at true. least on that day. Um, uh-huh. Well, I, I mean, maybe I would take that back. I kind of look more like a complete dork in that in that <laughs> thumbnail. So there's a total difference. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very, very dorky. Um, so I take it back. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. I think you should share it. Yeah. Uh, well, and as far as the actual video goes, it's a matter of you know compiling everything because I just recorded almost two hours of gameplay, and it's oh, wow. just the actual game, you know. So I have to cut it down into like two minutes or less if I'm going to do this. But the okay, I'll I'll just give you a little bit of what's going on. So it was pretty funny. So I I don't play Battlefront, and I'm also not someone who Star enjoys. Star Wars, by the way. Yeah, Star Wars Battlefront. That is. Yeah. Um, I don't. I haven't played it much, and I'm not very good at it. But that was the game we challenged, and so I thought, well, you know, I already have a, a weakness and a disadvantage since I've never really played the game. 
But then going for, further is that, you know, I'm also not somebody who really enjoys that 1v1 or, you know, everybody against everybody sort of death match, you know, PvP, PvP. dual yeah. style, you know, that people do. And um, and the reason is because I've, I've just experienced so many negative experiences, you know, beatdowns. Just just call them beatdowns. Well, and it's not it's not even just a beatdown. Like even if I win, though, it's like you you just have people that just get so mean and angry. And it's not like trash talk. You know, there's a difference between trash talk and then somebody who's just like full on bullying you, you know? Sure. And my experiences were like full on getting bullied all the time. So I just got to (laughs) the point where I was like, this isn't even fun anymore, you know? So I just don't do it. But then I'm like, well, I got to follow through with this because, hey, it's your cousin. It's my cousin. So yeah. And you want to know what's cool though? And I told her this. I said, for the first time in my entire life, a duel, a 1v1 duel was actually fun for me. Like for oh, the good. first time ever. And I told her, I said, I'll duel you again. And I said, but here's the thing. I'm never dueling anyone else again. I'm only dueling you again. So <laughs> the duel, the 1v1 thing, it is 100% reserved for her and no one else. And that's the way it's going to be from this point forward. But I got to tell you, um, I did get my butt kicked in the first two rounds. And so we were going for kind of whoever hit round five first wins, you know, or five, five wins of each. So what it was is that you, you have a certain amount of time and you, however many kills you get, you win that round, mm-hmm. depending on if you're up, of course. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, I'm literally in there like, boom, I'm, I'm, she's like, yeah, in your face, you know? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to, this, this is embarrassing. I'm going to have to turn in my nerd card, you know, and not even that, I'm going to turn my gamer card. Your 11 year old cousin was Poning you. Yeah, I was I was embarrassed. Yeah. I was starting to feel like, man, I, I I really should just sell my gaming computer and be done forever. And so then, but I didn't know what anything did either. That was the other thing. I'm like, what does this do? And I don't know. Well, then I started to figure it out. So captain, round three, I beat her. And then round four, I beat her a little bit more. And then round I five, she- I beat her a little bit more. So I was up three to two. She seems like, a, from what you've told me about her off offline, off the show, she seems a very conscientious person, especially for an 11-year-old. So I think she might have let you win. That's what she said. I don't believe yeah. her, though. Nope, nope. Yeah. I don't think so. Okay, well. so But here's what happened after that is that, so first of all, we were on Endor, and she got to play part of the Republic, and so she had that brown and green camouflaged, which we were on a forest. And right. I was a bright white stormtrooper. I couldn't see her at all. I just saw these laser bolts flying through the forest. And I'm like, shoot, I, shoot I can't the laser see bolts. you. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't see anything. And so she's like, well, I can see you. You're right there. And I'm like, this isn't fair, you know? So anyway, round six, apparently the game switched us. And so she was going to be the bright white stormtrooper on Endor. And she said, nope, not going to do it. And so she joined oh. my team at, on the Republic. Okay. And so, you know, here we are. And she's saying, no, I'm going to, you know, and so then it was like, trying to do the friendly fire thing. We're both standing in front of each other and, you know, you're just shooting each other, but nothing's happening, of course, you know. So that was where it's like, okay, fine. So I'm up three to two. How are we going to handle this? And so then we went to the heroes. You know, I played Darth Vader. She was playing Luke. And Darth Vader's a little OP'd. So went, oh, overpowered, by the way, for, for yeah, yeah. the non-gamers. The uh, the thing about this is that the the heroes are not created equal. So obviously Darth Vader's incredibly powerful. And then you've got some other ones. And then you've got a lot of other heroes like Greedo, who is kind of a wuss and he was I was like man he, he didn't terrible. even shoot first is ridiculous that's yeah. the thing and so like when I played Greedo I mean I was dead so we got to the point where she goes okay let's call this a draw we'll continue this later <laughs> so then just, that's, I, I like your cousin a lot she seems you know very conscientious and she doesn't want to beat up her older cousin I guess so I really appreciate that yeah yeah call I, it a draw that was a good compromise yeah. I, I was very honored uh, by this whole experience <laughs> I, i'm gonna tell you that and and like i said it was really actually quite fun so 
That being said is that I told her, I think the duel of the nerds, you know, who's the better gamer, who's truly going to be the bigger nerd, nerd of all nerds, actually. I think this is something that's probably going to have to last our lifetime. I don't think this is something that's going to be settled in a week. She'll be at your bedside when you're old and in hospice (laughs) and, uh, and she'll be holding your hand. Cousin Brian, I I beat you. I think it's pretty certain that you're the bigger nerd. No, no. She'll be like, she'll be like, you know, um, I'm sorry you're dying and, uh, but I'm the bigger nerd <laughs> and then I'll take my last breath and that'll be it. She, she's, she's the better gamer. I don't know if she's the bigger nerd, so mm. we'll see how things develop. Know, she's man. only 11. So that's true. We'll see where things go, but um, a lot of nerdiness to follow. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was, it was a fun experience, but you know, the other cool experience that I wanted to share with you, captain is that captain, the other captain, captain Hammerpants. Oh Yeah. Yeah. He, he contacts me and he says, dude, I got a steam deck for you. And I'm like, wait, what? He's like, I've got a Steam Deck for you. He's like, here, I would love for you to unbox and review this on, you know, the show. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So then I get it. I'm thanking, you know, big hugs. I'm crying. You know, there's tears like, I can't believe you do this for me and everything. And he goes, yeah, I want it back when you're done. I was like, wait, what? Ah, Indian giver. Wait, there's an old term. There is an old term. So (laughs) I got to tell you, I am beyond, um, offended by this whole thing. So I reviewed it. It has not been edited nor released yet, but it will be, you know, but I reviewed it. And, uh, and today he had, he's coming over after we're done with the show and he's, he's asking for it back. So I have gotten some guards to stand outside. I've locked the doors and I told him you? he is uh, no longer welcome, you know, and that <laughs> I'm keeping it. So Stand by for that review Good for you. Out. Yeah. He yep. shouldn't give you a steam deck and then ask for it back. That's yeah. silly. It's awesome. By the way, it's a portable gaming device. If you're unfamiliar with the steam deck is, and it's allows you to play all of your steam games from your PC, PC onto, yeah. you know, a Nintendo switch kind of like device. Right. Kind of like that. So check it out. It's a, it's, it's going to be a good review uh, once it's done and everything like that, because um, I, I had some interesting things to say about it because it's not necessarily something I would buy because I don't need it, but it's really cool too. And also I think you and I were talking that it's a really cool step in the right direction for portable gaming in a way that still allows yeah. us to play our PC games, not just like mobile gaming. Cause I'm not, I'm not a big like play on my phone, mobile gaming kind of guy. Cause no. most of those games are, are, are frustrating because they're pay to win, you know? Right. And I get, or, or yeah. it's like grind yourself to death. And I, I just don't like those things. So, well, I'm excited. Uh, I hope you uh, videotape your encounter with Captain Hammerpants. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I hope there is some cage fighting involved. That would be great with this it's whole cage be, fighting thing. Yeah. I wanted to share that, you know, I, I grew up playing the piano. I performed. I played professionally. I mean, I used to do all kinds of stuff when it came to piano for the years. Yeah. And then I went through a kind of a toxic, uh, multiple toxic scenarios when it came to music, unfortunately. And so then, you know, every time I would think about music, it would be, it would just remind me of all these really negative events and stuff like that. Plus the other thing with playing professionally is that you play what other people want you to play. And it's not the kind of music that I enjoy playing. And I think this is kind of one of those things too, where like you take a hobby and you make it a business and sometimes it can suck the joy out of it. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what happened a little bit. And so I needed to take a break from piano. I didn't expect it to be nine years worth of break. Uh, I mean, I've, I've played you still do on it? and off, you know, throughout those years, but I, I hadn't touched a keyboard actually, I think in the past three years. And, and I, I almost feel like I feel really bad about that, but yeah. also it's like, I kind of had to do it so I could come back to it on my own terms. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. I've had so much excitement to get back into it recently, more than I have, you know, in, in a very, 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 very long time. 
And I used okay. to compose. Uh, I, I actually have an album worth of music that I've actually composed and recorded. I should I should mm-hmm. release that sometime for just people to enjoy. You, you know? should, yeah. And just listen to it again yourself just to give yourself some... Uh, inspiration inspiration yeah yeah, and you know i did that and but the thing is is it's recorded on because you know at the time the only way i could record it was through uh my other well it was actually you know sarah's cousin's keyboard and it was you know really old technology and so it didn't sound very good and stuff and it's just what it is and plus you know recording music not that long ago has been a big pain i mean you really are almost required to be well at least to have a decent amount of knowledge in audio engineering and recording and stuff like that. You know, most of these recording softwares that you can buy, they're not user intuitive. They're not easy to learn really. I mean, there's, there's quite a learning curve and it can actually take you from what I understand, the easy ones would take days to really grasp. And I mean, days like not just like, Oh, I'll do an hour here and there. It's like, you know, hours and hours of trying to grasp it. And then the thing that I was running into was of course, you know, back in the day you couldn't just plug a keyboard in USB and do it. You had to use MIDI and then audio cables. And there was all these different things that had to sync up. And it was, it was just such a pain. You had all these different, you know, (laughs) interfaces that you had to buy hardware interfaces. And then you had to sit at your computer and make sure it was doing right. But I'm like, but I'm trying to play and perform at the same time. How can I do both? You know, I'm, I'm not a, I'm, I'm a performer and an audio engineer, you know? So I just gave up. I got tired of it. And I said, forget, I'm not gonna record anymore. Well, I have recently coming back to this. I've recently discovered that the new, what they call keyboard controllers, plug them in USB, done. And you get a nice, nice piece of software. They're a lot easier to use now. Some of them are. And also some of these new keyboard controllers actually have physical things on top of the keyboard that will control what you're trying to do in the recording software. So then you can right. literally just get everything set up, turn to your keyboard, and that's it. Focus on the keyboard and do your thing. So I got to thinking, hmm, maybe it's time, man. Because I really, really, I've got all this ideas for music and I'm I'm ready. And I want to re-record my old music with new technology too. You should wait until year 10. So make it a nice round decade. So I'm 10. That'll give you time to save a little bit more money for it. Yeah. So it's been nine years now. Just wait one more year and then pull the trigger. You know what I've learned though, as a creative. And in fact, this is, this is some of the best advice I've ever been told was as a creative and an entrepreneur, when you're inspired, you go with it now That's because true. the inspiration is there and it might not right. be later. And as long as you get started, then the momentum continues your inspiration and keeps you going. You're I've, right. I've done that where I've like, Oh, I'm inspired right now. I'll push it off. And then I never came back and I was like, no, right. I can't do it. It's like, it's, it's just like when you really have to go number two and then you, you can't find a bathroom. So you're holding it and holding it. And then all of a sudden you don't have to go anymore. Exactly. Same exact yeah, thing. That's a yeah. wonderful analogy. I appreciate that yep. one. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah. All right. Well, I uh I guess that's it for the show. I mean that kind of wraps it up, man. Right there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was, not a bad. was great. Oh, I loved it. Uh, no, anyway, that that's all I wanted to share. Is I I hopefully will have some music for all of you. Hopefully in the nearer future, and I really do want to share it. I actually do want to put it out there and and you know yeah. at least let you stream Absolutely. it. I'm not going to necessarily let anyone download it yet because you know. But we'll see. We'll see. We, we, we all assume it. it's awesome too because if you're that confident of sharing it with people it must be pretty good well i don't know if it's awesome but i mean i'm (laughs) proud of what i did because i mean some of the stuff i wrote back in high school so it's like yeah it's kind of cool but i mean no i wouldn't i wouldn't say like when i listen to to some of the bands that i listen to and i go wow man i wish i could write like that you know or compose like that i can't do that but i'm proud of what i did at least you know and it's better than like some 
But I can't wait because all the years I've known you, all the years I've known you, I've, I've, I've yet to hear you play anything. So I'm, I'm looking yeah. forward to, to your sharing that stuff. Yeah. You know, it'd be cool too, is if I can figure out a way to play during the show too, you know, like we're telling a story and I can be doing like something in the back. I used to do that. You know, I don't know if I can multitask quite that well. I'm not that talented. Well, I mean, I, you could play while <laughs> I'm doing an origin. There you go. Be like, you know, yeah. That'd yeah, be fine. Oh, right. speaking of an origin, this just came to me. Uh, Hammer pants didn't have anything to do with this for once. Uh, That's disappointing. The Wraith. Sorry, the Wraith. This wasn't on your list. Um, but remember the term gangbusters, not ghostbusters. Heck yes, gangbusters. I do. Heck yes, I like, do. Oh, that guy's going gangbusters on, on his opponent or, yeah. you know, just, it, it, it just came in my head last week. I was like, Oh, where did that come from? Honestly, where did where did the word gangbusters even come from? It's a great question. So, so I, I looked it up and I found two really good sources. Uh, one was Grammarist.com and the other one was UrbanDictionary.com. So I kind of combined them to, I can, I mixed them together. I love Urban so, Dictionary. <laughs> yeah. The, originally, this idiom meant, quote, with great initial excitement, speedily, speedily, excuse me, with a strong like start or with immediate success. Okay. The the idiom came from mid-century American uh, a mid-century American radio program called Gangbusters that was first heard in 1936 and aired until 1957. Nice. So it had a really good long run. Um, the show began each episode with great excitement and vigor. Uh, in other words, with uh, lots of sound effects. Hey, sound really effect. quickly. So what you're saying there is that it initially meant with great excitement, initial with initial, great initial yeah. excitement, speedily with a strong start or immediate success. That's what I was just talking about with the music. And you're like, wait a year. And I'm like, wait, no, I should go gangbusters with <laughs> you my music. You should totally go gangbusters yes. with it. Yes, Woo. absolutely. Yeah. All right. So the original uh, idiom was coming on like gangbusters. That was back in the 30s and 40s and 50s when people used to reference it like that. Nice. They, they said coming on like gangbusters. So, but in the years since the show went off the air, uh, the meaning of like gangbusters or coming on like gangbusters has become confused. Writers have extended it to mean simply, quote, very well, or not necessarily in reference to the beginning or early stages of something. So the most interesting thing about the, researching this origin was that both articles I chose were slightly editorialized. This was different. I haven't run across this before. From the Urban Dictionary, the guy says, I think we should be more careful about how we use it and keep it true to its origin. Something that starts with much excitement and drama is, quote, coming on like gangbusters, unquote. And then from the grammarist, it might be nice if we could preserve the idiom in its original sense, but the original reference point is now long gone. Already, the idiom itself is mysterious to many English speakers and has taken on an old-fashioned ring. Well, yeah, it does sound old-fashioned, because mm -hmm. it is. Uh, so its survival as a living part of the idiom is perhaps doubtful. And I've not seen this sort of opinionated conclusion to any previous article about the origin of an idiom. This is new. Uh, usually when it's an old, when an old idiom morphs into something else, which happens all, all the time, it's just accepted as an is what it is type of thing. But these two writers seemed a little miffed that this particular idiom is morphed away from its origin. So I thought that mm. was interesting. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but there you go. That's where it comes from. It's, it's a 1930s, yeah. 40s, and 50s uh, radio serial. So. I love that. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Like the shadow. Yes. Oh, yeah. still one of my favorites. If you've never listened to an old radio broadcast of The Shadow, it's it's worth it. It really is. It's, and they talk like this. Yeah, I love that. The Shadow. <laughs> Except, you know how like in a, if you've seen the the Alec Baldwin The Shadow movie from the 90s yeah. or whatever, you know, it, it's his voice, but it's really accentuated. But and he, he would laugh and it was this maniacal, you know, echoey laugh and stuff. But the original Orson Welles recording 
He goes <laughs> like that. That's what it well, sounds like. Well, that's where like. that comes from. Okay. Yeah, and then he goes the shadow knows, and then it's but it's very muffled sounding almost, and not quite as crazy sounding as the huh. the Alec Baldwin version. But uh, yeah, I liked it. It's it's fun to go back and listen to that. It's it's really cool. Yeah, good so, good radio I, I, drama. I didn't know that Gangbusters was a radio drama back then. I, I didn't either. Show, I mean, I yeah, so. dude, some of those radio dramas were so good. You know, if you actually go back and 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 play them, it's just like wow. There's some amazing creativity here our friend fred probably listened to it all the time when he was young like yeah yeah and around, I, I've around already, the time he was a teenager in college something like that. i told you I mean, that was, i already participated in some of those radio dramas back then because you know i've been around yeah, a while you've been around that long too yeah, yeah. you remember that you remember that kind of yeah um speaking of being around a long time for those of you who are beavis and butthead fans <laughs> that's been around Woo-hoo! a long time too uh what what is going you told me that there's a new movie coming out. I didn't know they were yeah, still making so anything. I was listening to I was listening to of all things um, iHeartRadio the other day and and uh, my 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 America's Top Forty station, which I listen to all every day at work with Casey Kasem, uh, yeah. and and they were you know they give these little news snippets, uh, you know pop culture news snippets, and and they mentioned that this new Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe is going to be coming out streaming on Paramount Plus on June 23rd. Oh, that's like and right around the corner. That's next week. It's next week. So oh it's just gosh. a few days from now. Yeah. Wow. So so my jaw dropped. I went and looked it up. Sure enough, uh, you know, I watched the trailer. It's awesome. It's just good old-fashioned Beavis and Butthead. Oh so my gosh. those of you who care, those of you who are older, who remember fondly Beavis and Butthead, <laughs> uh, and you liked uh, Do America, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I, it looks like it's going to be more along the same lines and I can't wait to see it. So, you know, yeah. there, there are some, I, I've not watched that much Beavis and Butthead. I saw Beavis and Butthead do America. And I think I've seen like clips from some of the original TV show and that was it. And some of the stuff is really okay. bad, you know, like, Oh my gosh. Wow, and then some of the stuff you're just like, that, no, no, no. Well, from what I've seen, you know, and then some of the stuff you're just like, this is, this is ridiculous. Like it's, it's whole, I don't know why it's so funny. I shouldn't be laughing at this. You well, know, like of course. they're, they're at the Hoover dam. And, you know, everyone's looking at it, the dam and like, woo, this is amazing. You know, they're inside the men's bathroom, waving their hands in front of the automatic flush urinals and going, this is the coolest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. And I'm like, I'm cracking up at this and I'm going, why am I laughing at this? It's so funny. Oh, it's awful. You know, Mike, Mike Judge is the is is a genius at that kind yeah, of he's, humor. So, I mean, he's crazy. I mean, he did office space and he, I mean, he's done a lot. Idiocracy. Really. Idiocracy. Yeah. He hasn't done much yeah. lately. So I'm kind of interested to see what he does with this. Yeah. Yeah, so I love it how he voiced cool. both of them too. That's just crazy to me. Very briefly, then I'm going to say that uh, I did finally finish Stranger Things, at least you know until July 1st. Right. I got through the first seven episodes of season four, and you know really loved them. It's interesting because I think I was telling you, Captain, that at first, like episodes one through four, I'd watched those, and I said to me, this is hands down the best season so far to me. Hmm. And, and I know not everybody. In fact, I think most people don't agree with that. I would say most say that they still like season one first, you know, and, and maybe even season three more. But for some yeah. reason, I really got into that. And, you know, I talked about the bullying thing a while back. And if you watched our review, I was talking about that. But I re- there's something about, you know, seeing someone bullied on TV that draws me in, you know. And so when I see that, I just I, I just man, it's like I know I've been there. I've experienced it. And so I really relate to characters like that, you know, and I can, I can put myself into the story. And so I'm able to really, you know, draw that much more. So that's kind of where it, um, you know, we talked about this, that if you can see yourself as a character or, you know, like as your own character, character, or you can relate to the character, you know, that's where it's really going to have the most impact for you. And so I did. 
Yeah, because it gets your blood boiling, you know, like when 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 that character is being bullied so heinously, yeah, it, yeah. you just get you just get angry. You know, it's like oh, you know no. it's you know it's all fiction, but at the same time, you it draws you in, especially if you've had experience with something like that. So, and you know, I see Mike and Will just kind of standing back and watching, and I'm like, dude, I want to jump through the TV and go help her. Like, I, I would do that. <laughs> I would be like, get out of my way, you know. So oh, yeah, there was that, and then um, episodes five and six, though, to me. They were still wonderful. Like I've, I've told you, I don't think there's been really a bad episode of Stranger Things. But no. from my personal enjoyment, episodes five and six were, were you know, not as good. They, the, the L storyline, you know, changed and I, I didn't like it as much until the end, which, um, you know, once you get to episode seven, then her storyline becomes amazing. But I thought five and six was good, just a little too drawn out, but I still really enjoyed it. So putting all of that together... Is it my favorite season? It's up there. It's up there. It's really, really well done so far, though. But episode seven was great. I heard it it beat a record. Uh, This season of Stranger Things beat a record as the most streamed television show or series in history. uh, Over, I I forget what I forget what it beat, Uh, but it did win that record. I'm like, really? I mean, I guess. There was just so much, uh, I think it must've been just because of so much buildup, uh, because yeah. you know, it, it, everyone loved the show so much. If you liked that show, you loved it so much. Yeah. Uh, and then they finally came out with season four and you know, that's why everybody started freaking out about it. So yeah, yeah there you go. it's been good. I'm, I'm impressed and I'm excited to see the final, the final half mm-hmm. of season four. Is it going to be a half? Is it going to be seven more episodes or just well, like three know. or four? It, it could be okay. three or four. I don't know, but whatever's left, I'm excited to see that. And then, uh, then they have one more season after that and that's it for the show. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with it, but I'm happy. There's one more season after that. That's me great. Too. Yeah. I've been very pleased so far. So I'm, I'm glad. And, and really I'm, I'm, I am very pleased with what they've done and I think it's been a, a fun season. So I can't wait to watch them over again. Yeah. Someday. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. And you know, it's interesting, captain. I, I've had, it's so funny. I was thinking back on this last week and I have just had such a good like week and a half. So, well, almost two weeks now. I guess it's been, you know, it's Friday, right? So almost two weeks. And I've just been kind of blown away that it's like, like so many good things happening, so many positive things, you know, lots of blessings, you know, that I like to call it. And it's been a really long time since I've been able to actually say that, you know, like I'll say, okay, there's a good moment here, but you know, it's like, seems like there's just been a lot of you know, junk and struggles and, you know, challenges and other things like that. But, you know, you have your moments, you have a good moment and then you kind of say, ah, okay, well, yeah, here we are back to this. But, you know, almost two full weeks of like, wow, this is like, I'll take it. I'm so excited. But what's interesting is I'm, I'm starting to really get to the point where I'm actually able to enjoy the present moment and not be quite as worried about what I got to do tomorrow or, you know, what's coming the rest of the day or how am I going to make this happen or how is this going to work or, and I've been in that, in that, what do you call it? Mode, I guess, you know, mental mode where I'm just kind of thinking towards that. I got, I got to worry about this, right? And not really worry about it, but just like, I can't stop obsessing uh, over uh, what you got to do next. I guess it is kind of an obsession over what's, and even with the show, it's like, well, what's, what's the vision for the show? And you know, what's the future for the show? And it's like, I'm always thinking about that kind of stuff because entrepreneurs do that. So I'm looking at that. And these last two weeks, I haven't done that as much and it's been okay. And I've been feeling really good about it. And I'm just like, I mean, I still do what I need to do, but I'm able to let it go and then enjoy the present moment. And, uh, holy cow, man, that's been an amazing thing. This also leads into a song that I discovered and, and I know you personally did not. Oh, I thought you were going to start singing a song. Gosh, darn it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This leads me into a song. 
<laughs> when I was no uh, father, I want to be a dancer right. and a singer. No, you're gonna be stop, a stop, prince. No, 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 no. So I. <laughs> Father. I want to be a dancer. Um, I think he said singer, right? But there I was another. I want to sing. There was a commercial that I saw where this this boy walks up to his his dad, and they're all sitting around the breakfast table, mm. and they're all twirling around, you know. And the the daughter is in this beautiful like medieval looking dress, and you know the mom looks like this princess, you know. And then mm. the son walks up in this you know crushed velvet, whatever the heck they do, and he's like, father. I want to be a dancer. And then he walks off and twirls and the dad sitting there eating his like bowl of cereal and is like, guys, what is going on? And then it like said charter Oaks or something like that. Renaissance festival. It was an ad for that. (laughs) (laughs) It was this really old commercial that, so in, in advertising in college, he showed us all these ridiculous commercials that have been done that were super duper effective, you know? Right. And I was just, they were so funny. Some of them were just absolute, but that was one of my favorites. And I still remember that. I still can't find it. I was looking online for it. It doesn't exist, but that's crazy. It should exist out oh there somewhere gosh. on YouTube. Yeah. So I discovered a song though, and it's, uh, it's by above and beyond, which I know you like above and beyond. And a lot of us do. And I, I shared a song last week that was above and beyond with jo- Zoe Johnston, that, that right. song called treasure, which is so amazing. Um, and they do a bunch of stuff with various different singers and musicians and stuff like that. And I know this one didn't get you as much as it did me. But mm-hmm. I got to tell you, though, I'm listening to this song because the lyrics are. Wow. I mean, first of all, the chorus is him singing my current mood dot 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 is gratitude. And so, first mm-hmm. of all, I'm going, OK, this is good. This is a good reminder. My current mood is gratitude. You know, I yes, choose it, choose it, you know, action point. And then it starts talking about how, you know, he's going throughout the day and he falls into sorrow, essentially. So he's saying, you know, every day I fall into sorrow. But then, you know, I remember that the sky is so much bluer and my life so much sweeter since we met. And of course, you know, I don't know who he's talking about or whatever, mm-hmm. but I just got this like, it's easy to fall back into the the rut or the sorrow or the stress or whatever it is, you know, fill in right. the blank, whatever you want to fill in. But right. then remem- remembering that it's like, okay, the sky is so much bluer. My life is so much sweeter. I don't know. For some reason, this one really got me. And okay. I, I put it on repeat 10 or 15 times, which I rarely do that with a song. Usually awesome. it's like I listen to a song and I go, that was awesome. I repeat it, but then I'm moving on to the next one. You know? Yeah. Never 10 or 15 times every single day for the past week and a half. Never. So I've this is one of those like similar, something yeah. about this has just really got me. So the, the lyrics really got I'm I'm sharing this one in the Spotify mix. Please go listen to it. And I will say this though, the the guy singing kind of starts off in kind of a weird falsetto. Um which to me was kind of weird, but it grew <laughs> on me. And then of course above and beyond just comes in with this sweet, you know, riff basically in the middle and it goes into their their typical sound and everything like that. Uh and then it's just awesome. But check it out. I mean it's it's a it's a beautiful song. So but, you know, it may not do it for you. It did it for me. That was that was what I was going to say. You never know. You never know until you listen. I know. And then I was going to share uh, a couple of other ones here. So uh, Echoes. I love Echoes. I haven't talked about them in a long time. And huh. brand new song called New Eyes. And, you know, I used to listen to Echoes all the time. And then I just haven't seen much. This song's cool. I mean, it's like, oh, it's just got that driving beat. Really good. And then, of course, um, I'm a huge fan of Falja. And I keep, she keeps coming out with more new music. And so I've got, you can choose your poison on this one. I've got anybody else and thick and thin. These are the two new ones that came out and I love them both equally. Uh, I've got, honestly, I've got more than I can share. So I'm just going to share these and then I'll do more next week, but beautiful songs. And then I wanted to do a little old school shout out 
Captain, you might enjoy this one too. But um, going along with the duel and the challenge, you know, from my cousin, we get on to to do the duel or maybe whatever. We were getting on the game and she goes, I have a video for you. And so she shared her screen and it shows this video. And basically it said, I am the nerd of all nerds. And then, you know, you know how people do like the dance stuff to the videos like they do on the tick on, on the TikToks. <laughs> I've heard. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, people have been doing a lot of dance challenges and stuff like, well, I mean, it's been going on for a while now, but that's, that's one of the things. So she did a sort of a dance challenge uh, to an old school song by Deadma five, Rob Swire ghosts and stuff. You probably heard that. It's dead mouse by the way. So yeah. Deadma five, honestly, Rebecca Romjin, Brian, is that going to be your new thing? I do love making up words. Yeah. I didn't listen to Deadma five. Sorry. Yeah, well, dead I mouse. didn't either. <laughs> but I think I think I saw them at I think I saw them at Burning Man one year. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Okay, so we're going with Dead Maw 5. I love that. It sounds better. Like it, it didn't make any sense too when I'm thinking Dead Maw. Who comes up with a name with Dead Maw 5? That makes no sense. Dead Mouse. Why? All these people. I mean, I'm probably pronouncing all these artists wrong. You know, their names are probably like, you know, <laughs> Fauja is probably actually pronounced like Barb or Fra- something. Fabergé or something. Fabergé, like that. Yeah. you know, I yeah. mean, it's a uh, Romjin is Romaine. Come on, guys. Just I have know. an easy name. Spell things like they're like they sound, honestly. Dead Mouse. Anyway, did a challenge to uh, Dead Mouse and Rob Swire, but do you know Ghosts and stuff? Do you know that song? No. It's probably their most, most played anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was never a Dead Mouse ultra fan. I, I, I listened to a little bit of them maybe 10 to 15 years ago. So, okay. Yeah. See, I never yeah. really listened to them at all. I never really knew much about them. It's like you, you see them, but I just didn't. This song's awesome, by the way. It, it, it really is very, very catchy. It's fun to listen to, but, uh, she did a really awesome challenge, you know, dance video. And, uh, and then at the very end it says, beat that. And then like, <laughs> and I'm <laughs> she sitting here going, video? yeah, yeah, oh, it was, it, it was really good. Um, and then I went, uh, but Captain, I, I don't dance at all. Like, yeah, me neither. Not at all. Not since my wedding. I haven't danced a step <laughs> since my wedding. So, I think actually, it's the same thing for me. <laughs> I don't know what to do now. I'm like, well, how am I supposed to beat that? So, I was thinking, actually, I have an idea, and I was thinking about we appreciate prowlers. I, I'm sorry, power. I was, prowlers, yeah. I was playing some, uh, you know, aliens, fire team elite for the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the steam the, deck uh, thing. I was doing that. Deck, yeah. yeah. And you know, the prowlers, the, the alien prowlers jump out. And every time the prowlers jump out, I'm like, we appreciate prowlers, prowlers every time, yeah. every time, because you started that. So we <laughs> appreciate that, yeah. power. <laughs> and, um, I thought mm, this could be a good song to do something to with my lightsaber. And then maybe I could be like, when it says, you know, we appreciate power. I could be like, shoot lightning out of my Yeah, dude, you could totally, if you want to throw the production back at her, do it. Yeah. Forget the dancing. I'm just going to be shooting lightning and be like, yeah, you know, just, oh yeah. Oh yeah. In, in her face is right. So there you go. But I'm throwing that old school song into the mix just because, wow, it's fun. It's so catchy. And it was, it's from 2009, but who cares, man? Sometimes you got to throw a little old school in there and have some fun. So there you go. Four songs for you on the TRBS 2022 Spotify mix. But again, if you don't listen to Spotify, that's fine. Just go grab them listen to them. They'll be in the mix. You know, I'm going to list them off in the actual show notes and description below and everything too, because just in case you're looking for something to listen to, it's really cool. And you know what I wish people would do? Share music they love with me. 
Dude, yeah. You know, it's so subjective. That's the something. problem. No, but that's what I love is I want to hear what yeah. other people love too. Even if I don't love it like they do, it's like, yeah, but you're introducing me to something that that really you, you might like. Love. Yeah. And you and might I want to hear the story yeah. behind it too. Yeah. Because you've done that. You've shared music with me that I'm like, okay. And you go, yeah, but there's a story. And then you'll tell me the story. And I'm like, that's so cool. I love this. Oh, yeah. Okay. I remember when you were telling me about when you were in Europe or something like that. You're like, oh, yeah, I listened to this song and I don't yeah. remember which one it was now, but, you know, I just remember going, that was a, that was a cool That's story, right. bro. That's right. That was a cool story, bro. There's been lots of cool story bros on this episode, Brian. Deep we thoughts know. with Captain Influence. If the Ghostbusters and the Gangbusters got in a fight, who would win? I'm betting the Gangbusters because the Ghostbusters are nerds. Like me and you and all of oh, you. Yeah. We're nerds. I'm the nerds of, of all nerds. You know, nerd and proud, baby. Nerd and proud. I'm, I'm dork gonna, and proud. Really? I, you want a dork and proud shirt? You're going to wear it? Oh, yeah. I Black with white letters. I love it, dude. All right. Hey, thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed this. Show notes, description, everything. Go to it. But have a glorious week. Real Brian Show, signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.